church, say amen. From the book of Philippians. Book of Philippians. Chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Begin reading verse 10. These are the words that you find there, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me have flourished again, wherein you were also careful, <clears throat> but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. I want to talk just for a few minutes from this one word, contentment. Contentment. <clears throat> How many people do you really know? In this hustle and bustle life, this world that we're living in now, how, how many people do you really know who can honestly say that they are content? I'm not, I'm not just talking about with their lips. How many people do you watch from day to day and it's just something about the way they live life that lets you know that they are all right. That lets you know that they are content with what life has brought to them. Paul says, I have learned whatever state I'm in. That's a big statement there. I have learned that no matter where I find myself, I am content. You've heard this story before, but it's just good to, uh, it'll, it'll take me where I want to go. There was a rich fishing tycoon who, who was passing by his fleet of ships. He saw a, a, a man sitting by a little bitty boat. Little man wasn't doing anything. He's just sitting there by his boat. The rich tycoon said to this man, uh, why aren't you fishing? The man said to him, he says, I'm not fishing because 
I, I've caught enough fish for me and my family today. He says, well, then why, why don't you catch some more? And the fellow looked at him and said, well, sir, why would I do that? What would I do with them? He says, well, you, you catch more than what you need. You can make more money, and you, you can buy a better boat than the one you got there. And uh, he, he said, well, okay. He said, so, so uh, I, I could go out further and fish a little deeper. He said, and catch, he said, he said, he said but I ain't, ain't, I'm not understanding what you're saying. He said, well, see, if you had a better boat, you could go out a little further, you could catch fish you could you you could you could enlarge and you could get you get catch bigger fish and you could fish a lot deeper he says well why would i want to do that he says well if you did that see you could buy yourself a better boat you could you you could buy new equipment and you you could catch even more fish and he says well i hear you he said but why why would i i don't understand what you're trying he says well if you buy yourself a fleet then you can hire yourself some help and buy some new equipment and have folk working for you. And, and, and they could do, are y'all hearing this? Then, then they can work for you. He said, well, he said, well, why, what, what's, what's behind all of that? He said, I don't understand that, sir. Well, he said, well, then you could be rich like me. Y'all hearing this? He said, and then, okay. he said, okay, I'd be rich like you. He said, and then what would I do? He said, well, you rich like me, then you can sit down and enjoy life. He said to the man, he said, that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> are y'all hearing this? There are a lot of people who put themselves through a whole lot of stuff just to sit down and be content. They don't realize that God will give you what it is that you're trying to work for. Here are two men with two completely different views as to where happiness comes from. A lot of folk walk around day to day with their health and their strength, freedom to come and go as they please, and they are never happy with anything. They'll never reach the point of contentment. They, they can never find that place of just being contented. Somebody wrote, somebody wrote that there are some people that are never satisfied and Go all the way through life thinking that if I, I thinking I could be happy if I just had a little more of this, if I just had a little more of that. If, if things were different and things were this way instead of that way, are y'all hearing this? There are some people who are never content. Everything got to be just a little different. They got got to be this way or that way. Many lives has. Uh, 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 they see, they see, they see life. Many see life as this great big buffet that we can go through a line picking and choosing what we want each day to be like. You know, life ain't like that. 
Yeah, folk who say stuff, and I, I know we all we all guilty. We yeah, I hate Mondays. Thank God for Fridays. Y'all hearing this? Yeah, but but the truth is, my brothers and my sisters, it's all right to think like that. But the cold truth is, you got six days you got to deal with until you get back to your favorite day. You got to do. Are y'all hearing this? And you got to do something with those days. Brothers and sisters, the more we mature in Christ, the more we come to realize that our joy and our peace in this life is not tied to our possessions. Yes. The closer we come to him, we, we, we realize that our peace is not tied to our possessions or our positions. It is not wrapped up in the circumstances and situations of any given moment. That our peace and our contentment is not dictated by the economy. It's not tied to the stock market going up and down. It's not tied to the political climate of this nation. Somebody ought to say thank God. But true joy and contentment are grounded in a solid relationship with Jesus Christ. I just said something right there. Somebody said it like this. You remember, you've been, you've been around here while you heard this. I cried and I cried. Cried all night long. Cried and I cried until I found the Lord. I moaned and I moaned. Anybody remember that? Yeah, I moaned all night long. I moaned and I moaned until I found the Lord. My soul just couldn't be contented. My soul just couldn't be contented until I found the Lord. Let me show it to you in, in the text. I can do all things. That's a mouthful right there. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As you read Paul's letter, you can see right off how his relationship with the Lord has taken full control of his life. The time of this text, Paul is sitting in a Roman jailhouse. Not only is in a Roman jailhouse, Paul is facing death. But listen to what Paul is writing to this message. Yeah, he's writing this message in chapter 4, verse 4. Yeah, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. You need to hear this. Paul is spreading joy from jail. See it again. He's spreading joy from jail. He's locked up. And he's spreading joy to folk who are free. Are y'all hearing this? He's locked up. But he's spreading joy to folk who are free. How do you encourage and lift others while your own situation ain't the best? 
I'm trying to help somebody here. You, you're not disqualified. You can still encourage somebody else. Even when your situation and all you want, I wonder if I got one witness in the house. Yeah, even though you got a load on your shoulder, you can still encourage somebody else. And it's only, it, it, it's only, it, it can only happen when you have absolutely yielded everything. When you have yielded your total being to God that you can experience that kind of commitment, contentment. The, 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 the church at Philippi, they love Paul. And not only did they love him, they expressed their love for him by providing for him whenever it was possible. Paul had left Philippi. He, he was on his mission, going to other places. But wherever Paul found himself, these folk at Philippi, they were the only church that did it. Wherever he found himself, no matter, he had left them. But they were still finding a way to send support. To Paul. They, they, they found a way to send their, 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 their financial support to Paul. Sometimes they were successful. They could get it to him. Sometimes they could not get it to him. But Paul is writing a letter to the people at Philippi, to the church, and he's saying, I want to say thank you. It's just good manners to say thank you. Even if you ain't got good religion, you ought to have good manners. Say thank you. Y'all hear me? Paul is writing a letter to say thank you for all that you have done. I, I even thank you for all that you desired to do and were not able to do. Are y'all hearing me? That's Thanksgiving. You, I, I know that was sometimes you wanted to do, you just didn't have it. Now, sometimes you wanted to do, you just weren't able to get it to me. But I want to thank you just the same. Whether you do it or, or whether you don't, whether you can or whether you can't. Paul says, I want you to know this, that whether you can get it to me or not, whether you support or not, whether you can or not, I appreciate what you're doing, but I want you to know that whether you can or not, I'm going to be just fine. Y'all hearing this? That's right there. He says, I want you to know that I'm going to be just fine. And the reason I'll be just fine is because I have learned to be content. No matter what state I am in, I thank you if you're giving to me. I thank you if you're blessing me. But even if you're not, I want you to know I'll be all right anyway. Why? Because I have learned how to be content. Are y'all hearing me? What does that word mean? Content. That's a, that's a word. It means that what I want is equal to what God wants me to have. That's contentment. That's, that's contentment. It means that what I want is no more or no less than what God means for me to have right now. Are y'all hearing this? That's how you find contentment. That Yeah, I, I find joy in what I got right now. If that's what God wants me to have, then I'm fine with that, right? Are y'all hearing this? Contentment, contentment means that where I am is all right. If, 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 if where I am is all right with God, it's fine with me. That's contentment. 
Paul, Paul wants them to understand that the joy that he has is, is not tied either to poverty or prosperity. It said something. That my joy is not tied to poverty or prosperity. Where, where do you get this kind of joy? Where does that come from? Where does that kind of contentment come from? Well, right here in the text, Paul says, I learned it. Ain't that deep? It ain't that deep, Paul. Paul says, I learned it. I have learned. You need to understand this. You need to get this deep down in your soul. I didn't just wake up one day and found myself contented. Are y'all hearing this? Paul says, nobody conferred an honorary degree of contentment on me. Paul says, I had to learn it. Y'all hearing this? Let me say it another way. Paul says, I had to go through some stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Folk, 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 yeah, yeah. It's amazing how folk be bragging about, you know, you're just so easy going and seem like don't nothing bother you. You don't know the hell I had to go through <laughs> to get to. Are y'all hearing me? I, I appreciate the compliment, but it didn't just happen. I had to go through some stuff. Are y'all hearing me? I had to bear some burdens. I had to have to cry through some nights in order to get. Are y'all hearing me? He says, I, I have learned. I, I have learned. I had to go through some stuff, but I, in my going through, I learned something. And brothers and sisters, put a line under that. Yeah, if you're going to go through stuff, at least learn something. It's amazing to me how folk can go through stuff and come out just as dumb as they were when they went in. If you go through, you ought to at least take time to learn something from what it is you're going through. I've learned something. He, he says, I, in going through, I learned that he never left me alone. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? He says, I went through it. But I learned that he never left me alone. Not only that, not only that, I learned that in every situation, he brought me out. I learned as I went through, so my trials didn't come. They didn't make me bitter. They made me better. I just said something right there. My try, they didn't make me bitter. They made me better. Paul says, I've been on both sides of this thing. I've been on both sides of this thing. I know what it is to have, and I know what it is to be in need. I wonder, can anybody identify with Paul? I, I know what it is to have a little something, something. And I know what it is not to have anything at all. I know what it is to be full. And I know what it is to be hungry. I know what it is to be up. But I know what it is to be down. I know what it is to be in. But I know what it is to be out. Oh, says, I, I've been through all of that, but what I did, I turned it into a learning opportunity. <laughs> through it all, y'all ain't hearing me. <laughs> through it all, I have learned. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. I know how to be full, 
and I know how to be hungry. I know what it is to have plenty, and I know what it is to have nothing at all. And I'm going through this, and I'm weaving my way through this because somehow, (laughs) strange, we seem to have a harder time when it comes to the Lord. We have a harder time, yeah, with abounding than we do abasing. Let me explain it to you. When, when we are abasing, you can't pry us away from the Lord. Y'all hear me? When we ain't got nothing. When our worlds are falling apart, you talking about being close to the Lord. We stay on our knees, we holding his hand. He can't move us, but somehow when we are abounding. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing this. Yeah, somehow it seems like when he takes the load off of us, when, when we think we got a few dollars in the bank and everything is going, somehow it seems that we sort of turn our back. You hear me say it all the time. Seems like every time God blesses us, he takes a risk in losing us. But then he says this, I've done all of that. I, I know how to abase, abound, I can be with it. He said, but what I've learned is this, I can do all things. Y'all hear me? Whether I got something or whether I ain't. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. See, my brothers and sisters, if you study the life of Paul, you'll see that not only did he face dangers, not only did he face toils and snares, Paul also suffered with a constant condition. You can read about it in 2 Corinthians 12. He had a constant condition that he referred to as a thorn in his flesh. Something that he could never get, or get rid of. You know, when you got a thorn, it always hurts. Yeah, you can't live peaceably with a thorn. He, he, he said, in addition to all that other stuff, he says, I, I had a condition that I had to live with. Thorn in the flesh. And he says, matter of fact, I talked to the Lord about it. Went to him three times and asked him to remove it. But when he finally answered, are y'all hearing me? When he finally answered, the answer finally came. Yeah, yeah, he he, he said, my grace. Are y'all hearing me? You need to understand this. He had a thorn, had something that he never could get rid of. It was with him all the time, but it was never removed. Let me say it one more time. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. He had a thorn, something that was worrying him all the time, but God never removed it. I'm trying to help somebody here because you thought it was just you. You thought you the only one to keep having to go through the same thing. Look at here. Paul says he never removed it. But what he did do is this. God said to me that my grace, (laughs) is that in your book? My grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. That's a strange statement, isn't it? God said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. It is only when you are weak that you can see how strong I am. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, some folk, some folk really never know how strong God is because they've never gone through anything. 
But I wonder if I got a witness here that a little pain every now and then, uh, yeah, a little sorrow every now and then will just show you how big God is. Paul concluded this. Paul concluded this. He said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. Get this. He says, I, I'd rather, I, I'd just rather hold on to my infirmities so that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. It, it is in my infirmities that the power of Christ rests. I want y'all to see this. It is in, when I'm going through my storms, it is when I'm hurting that the power of God rests upon me. Contentment comes from the power of God resting on you. Can you imagine? You can't imagine. Can you imagine what, it, what it's like to have the power of God resting on you? Y'all hear me? I ain't talking about come by here for a little while. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about Lord show up every now and then. No, I'm saying the power of God resting on me. That's where contentment comes from. Through it all, learn how to trust in Jesus. Learn how to depend upon his word. Paul, he, Paul uses this as an opportunity to show the rest of us about keeping power, the power of an almighty God. Let him rest with you. Andre Crouch said it like this, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times when I felt like I was all alone. But in every situation, God gave blessed consolation that my trials only come to make me strong. Been a lot of places. Seen a lot of faces. There have been times I felt so all alone. But in my lonely hours, my precious lonely hours, Jesus let me know that I am his own. I thank God for my mountains. I thank him for my valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through because if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. That brother went on to say, through it all, y'all ain't hearing this, through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all I've learned to depend upon his word. Paul, Paul closes by saying, I can do all things. His power is resting on you. I can do all things through Christ who has strengthened me. My prayer today, my brothers and sisters, is somebody's going to leave here this morning with a new view of the trials you're carrying right now. My, my prayer is somebody is going to leave here yeah, with a new view of the load on your shoulder right now. That doubt will be defeated right now by the word of God. That you will leave here saying, I can make it. 
Are y'all hearing me? I know you drug up in here with the weight of the world on your shoulders, uh, but my prayer is that you will leave here saying, yes, I can. I can. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, my prayer is you'll leave here with a new look at trouble. Every trial is a learning opportunity. Learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. Well, there's a reason why the Lord, yeah, he keeps leading me to back this old stuff. But there's a reason why we just got through singing, what a fellowship. Y'all ain't hearing me. What a fellowship. What a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arm. What a blessedness. What a peace is mine. Why? Leaning. On the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. Why? Because I'm leaning on his everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path flows from day to day. Why? Because I'm leaning on his everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? If I'm leaning on his everlasting arms, I have blessed peace with my Lord so near. Why? Because I'm leaning on his everlasting. Are y'all hearing me? These are the same arms that reached out of nowhere into somewhere, grabbed a handful of nothing and made the earth. Y'all ain't hearing me. These are the same hands that reached down, took the dust of the earth and formed the man. These are the same arms. Y'all ain't hearing me. That stretched out on an old rugged cross. Picked up my cross. The same arms. Y'all ain't hearing me. According to the word of God, he died in my place. Are y'all hearing me? And I thank God that he did die that Friday evening. But the good news is he died, but he ain't dead. Are y'all hearing me? I say the good news is he died, but he ain't dead. And the reason why he ain't dead is because early Sunday morning, are y'all hearing me? Sometime before the break of day, it was right early Sunday morning that he got up with all power in his hand. Yes, don't know about anybody else, but I'm leaning on his everlasting arm. I'm leaning on Jesus. Whatever state I'm in, that's big. That's big. Everybody in the sound of my voice, you're in some kind of state right now. And the word says, whatever that state is, I've learned how to be content with it. If it's what God has for me, then it's all right with me. If it's what God wants me to have, then I'm fine with it. What I want is equal to what God wants me to have. That's contentment. And today, 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 I want you to know that that contentment can only be found in Jesus. It can only be found. It can only be. There's only one place to find that kind of contentment. You've seen people, you've seen folk were so calm and so easy that you think they're out of touch. <laughs> think there's something wrong with them. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them, something right with them. 
They've learned how to lean and depend. It's not magic. And it's available to you. Learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. If you're here today unsaved, if you're here today unsaved, let me invite you now to become a part of the family of God. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're already saved, you're already saved, and just need a church covering, need a church home, you, you, you need to be moving right now. The door is open.